You are tuned in to another edition of Americana Music Profiles, brought to you by Americana Rhythm Music Magazine and AmericanaMusicMagazine.com. I'm your host, Greg Tutwiler. Let's jump right in to the next exciting interview. It was an incapacitating car accident in his late teens that moved Western Australian artist Andy Michaels to pick up the guitar. The result was a fusion of eclectic tastes and melodic sounds that feature hints of folk, country, Americana, and even some contemporary pop. In this edition of Americana Music Profiles, Andy and I talk about how life led him into a career of music. Hi, Andy. Welcome to the podcast. Yeah, thank you. It's great to be here. Yeah, I guess I should say... Uh, good morning or good evening, depending on <laughs> which which perspective we want to look at it. I, I, we were talking offline, and I appreciate uh, the opportunity to make this work. Um, I, I'm in Virginia on the east coast of the United States, and you are in Australia. So uh, we we were able to figure out the timeline. We're 13 hours apart, which is always kind of neat to pull this off in cyber world that we can still be talking at the same time and and be uh <laughs> traveling at two different timeline timelines so it's kind of neat you know, to be able to do that <laughs> it's great and and um yeah i'm actually in the future to you so right yeah i I've, I've always wanted to talk to somebody in the future so this is cool <laughs> so well and i'm in your past so there you go <laughs> Well, thanks, Andy. I appreciate it, and uh, certainly looking forward to chatting about your music here a little bit. Tell me, um, t- tell me how music started for you. How, how did how did you uh, enter into the music industry? Oh, my! It's 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 been a long long journey. Um, uh, all my life, I've uh, um, I've I've been um, enjoyed music. Um, my what? My 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 mother used to play guitar and sing when I was a, a young fella, and and that was always a motivation to me because we we lived in the country in Western Australia. You probably call it the outback over there, <laughs> and uh, and we had to make our own fun. And uh, my mum mother used to bring her guitar always to uh, you know to to. Uh, Football games and, and barbecues and uh, and entertain the local country crowd because basically there was no other entertainment. Uh-huh. And and that was and, uh, for, for you as a child, right? Of course. That's right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. All my all my early formative years, and of course, something like that sort of stays with you. And, sure. Um. Uh, it was only when I was uh, in my later teens that I, I had a pretty um, uh, horrific car accident uh, and nearly wiped me out. And uh, during my convalescing, I picked up the guitar, and really that sort of gave me the spark then to um, to follow my mother's footsteps. Okay. So, uh, how long after um, having that time to to um, to learn to play and 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 convalesce, as you said, did did this become something for you that you wanted to pursue? It it did pretty well, yeah. I mean, I, I did dabble with guitar high school, when I was at high school and uh, things like that. But of that, um, having that six month convalescing period, uh, basically all I, all I was doing was focus on guitar. 
learning it, playing it, and and it just sort of um, gave me the incentive to keep living. Yeah, so. Did you pursue it professionally after high school, or, or was this something that came about later in life to, to be professional with your music? It, it, it was semi-professional, but virtually the fact that after high school I, I went to university and uh, and uh, playing in local clubs and pubs and that sort of, you know, gave me money sure. to um, put, put myself through a university. Uh, and then, yeah, it's sort of, it's sort of always been on the verge between uh, professional, amateur, semi-professional, but um, the, the songwriting, of course, never stops, so... Is this something that you are now able to pursue full time, or do you have other things that you do as well? It's the last last two and a half years. Uh, Greg, it, it's, it's been full time since I released my album uh, uh, Revisited about two years ago. Yeah. It's uh, been pretty well full on since then. Yeah, yeah that, that's awesome. Um, I, I noticed in the uh, in the notes that um, you've been able to write a, a bunch of songs. What is the inspiration for you to do that? Where, where do you find the inspiration for your songs? Is there is there a method to it? Or uh, <laughs> and everybody seems to have a different no. perspective on that. But it's always fun to hear about that. Yeah, of course, and it's interesting because um, people always ask you, "What's your inspiration?" and and I really don't know. I mean, I just. It can be just, you know, it can be walking down the street or just just seeing, you know, somebody um, doing something that sort of, you know, um, makes you sort of, well, you know, it's um, that's interesting. The relationships always um, appeal to me because, you know, relationships is always good and bad to everything. And sure. I, I guess I'm probably just intuitive in the fact that, you know, I, I can stand back and sort of feel what people are going through, what they're feeling, and uh-huh. and I, I seem to find a way to put that in music. Yeah, yeah. So. okay. Um, the 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 feel from from my perspective, listening to your music, there, it's this uh, what what we call Americana, kind of a folky electric rock kind of sound. Am I is, is that Am I getting that right? Is that an, an intentional sound? <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's, no, it's not intentional. I guess um, it, my music's been described as eclectic, and that sort of appeals to me because it's sort of it's pulling a bit out of all all genres. So uh, uh-huh. okay. um, you know, I, there's a bit of country, there's a bit of folk, there's a bit of pop, there's a bit of rock there sometimes, uh-huh. and that way I'm not stereotyped into one box, you know. Sure. And, uh, um, um, and that's that suits me down to the ground because you know all those all those are you know just great. There's just great music that comes out of all of that, and and while being able to sort of you know take a little bit out of that one and a little bit there and and put it together, it's it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. What what kind of venues do you find that your music fits the best? My music fits. Yeah, right, like where? What kind of places do you do you play that feels most appropriate for the style of music that you play? 
Yeah, probably, probably fa- fairly um, intimate venues, you know, probably up to 100 people or so, because uh, yeah, I love to have interaction with people. And even, I, I do enjoy the, the cabaret-style shows where mm-hmm. there's a lot of, you know, a lot of interaction, maybe a music quiz and, and you know, e- even a, a supper or, or, or a sit-down dinner, okay. that type of thing. You know, it just becomes like a you know, party, you know, which is... Um, which is great, rather than just have me standing up there and uh, everyone down the bottom. It, it, it's interactive. And, sure, yeah. Um, and, and, and it's great. Do you do, play solo or do you travel with a band or both? I'm pretty well solo. I do have um, I do have musicians that, that join me depending on how big the gig is and, and what's involved here, but I've been pretty well um, solo all my life here, so... I, I basically started out as a singer, songwriter, and I guess you know, some aspects of the life still around me. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and so your your new or, or current record is called Incendiary Heart. Is that right? Incendiary Heart. I don't know how you pronounce it in America. Yeah. Yeah. Incendiary Heart. Incendiary Heart. Yeah. I think okay. I had to Google myself once. <laughs> so where did that come from? <laughs> Um, yeah, oh, again, I don't know. Um, um, I think, um, obviously, I think I I was looking for something to show, like, passion and, and heart, um, emotion, and obviously burning heart is just too, um, you know, a bit too boring, it didn't quite have it, and, and, you know, a spark in a heart, of course, all that's, all that's rubbish. And somehow I picked up incendiary and I thought, well, that's, that's pretty cool. I can run with it. So um, and that's what the song and, and the album end up being called. So. And this has been out for you how long? It's, it's been out uh, getting on three or four months now. So I think it came out in uh, August, early September. So. And and it's uh, released to radio. Do you is do you have um do you have uh, radio uh, listening outlets that that fit the genre of music that you've created? Yeah, it's been picked up by a lot of radio stations um, in uh, Europe, um, uh, America. Obviously, um, a big radio network in. in in New Zealand, just picked up uh, one of the songs, Charlie Hurts, and it's getting a, a lot of uh, radio airplay at the moment, and it seems to be increasing weekly now, so um, yeah, hopefully um, it's going to keep the momentum up going into um, the festival season. Yeah, so. yeah okay. So, in, and so you do play festivals then with your music as well? Oh, uh, uh I've deliberately not going to do any any shows in, during this festival season um, because the, the recording process. Basically, I've been non-stop in the recording studio now virtually for three years, and and uh, probably good time just to sit back, um, absorb it all, see what happens, and spend time with my family. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, do you? What does it look like to to play out with this current music? What what kind of you, you like a tour schedule or, or uh, like a your, your playing routine what what does that look like for you with this yeah uh, nothing at the moment what's going to happen um, early new year um, once um, once it settles a bit I'll be looking I've been invited to America um, 
uh, and I, I would probably just you know, love to do you know a dozen cities or so and um, and and get get to know um, you wonderful people and get a feel for everything and and hopefully um, uh, get everyone involved with what I'm doing. So you do have a, a, a U.S. Uh, tour uh, on the horizon, then is that right? Do I understand that correct? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. In the first part of next year, that will probably be lucky to be announced. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Is there um, a, a moment that you recall in your career that feels like one of those defining moments where um, you knew that for you were you were for sure on the right path? Oh, I um, I, I give a I, I give a lot of um, I have a lot of dreams, um, and I tend to write a lot of songs um, when I'm asleep as well, which is sounds a bit weird, but it tends to happen. I wake up in the morning and the words are music there, but I guess um, I, I sort of had this inner drive to to make um, we visited the first album a couple of years ago. Uh-huh. Um, the original, the original intention was actually to to make it for placements, the songs for placement in sort of movies and TV. It was just a um, radio station in the UK um, contacted me because they um, heard one of the songs on that album called um, uh, Where Are You Now? And they yeah. said, oh, Andy, what a, this is a great song. We would be able to play it on radio. And of course, I'm not going to say anything. I said, go for it, so... Uh, from there, it sort of went viral, and from there, you know, virtually every song on the album was being played, and and I still had heaps of songs, you know, that I hadn't recorded, which ended up on Sendry Heart, and for uh, virtually I had back-to-back albums, and both albums were getting airplay at the same time. So. Yeah, wow, that's cool. <laughs> so, if you're not presently touring. Uh, you mentioned earlier that the you know your the songwriting kind of is always ongoing. Do you have a, a a routine during your day? Like, do you have times that you focus on your songs, or are you just kind of when the inspiration hits, you sort of stop and work on it? Obviously, with two little kids, it's hard to have time to yourself. But, but, but I've only got to I've only got to pick a, pick up a guitar and. And straight away, you know, you, you, the melodies or, or something will come in, or or something that I've heard, some phrasing or, or or words that sort of stuck in the back of my subconscious, you know, it'll come out. And before long, you know, it's, I sort of got a, got a song coming here, yeah, but I've deliberately held back in the last couple of months because I don't want to be doing another album um, this year anyway. So, so. Uh two albums out kind of simultaneously um if folks want to hear more of your music and and they would uh, like to reach out to you especially if if uh, people listening to this are, are in australia or, or uh near where you might be playing uh, what's the best way to 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 find your music for sale and and to to communicate with you my, my website's always a great first point of contact. Obviously, you can you can just Google search it, or even in Spotify or or iTunes. But my website's just easy to remember, and it's just andymichaelsmusic.com. Great. 
and then music available on iTunes, Spotify kind of places. Is that also right. an option? Yeah, iTunes, Spotify. I've even got some CDs in my bottom drawer if anybody sort of likes the old physical ones. So. Yeah, yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, some of us still listen to those, uh, the, the real CDs. <laughs> um, all, all yeah. The, 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 that's a changing environment, too. Exactly, and, and records, are, you know, vinyls made a comeback, too, which is pretty awesome. I'd, I'd love to re release or, or put both albums out as a, as a um, quadruple vinyl or something. That would be, that would be fun, yeah. So. Who knows, maybe cassette tapes will make a comeback yet before this is all over. <laughs> I, I'm old enough to remember listening to those driving around in your car. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, thank you, Andy. This has been fun talking to you and, and uh, reaching uh, uh, all the way around the globe and, and making this connection and learning more about your music. And we certainly uh, wish you well when you... Uh, get to our side of the world and and share your music uh, here in a couple months and uh, look forward to uh, uh, folks getting a chance to hear you. Great, Greg. It's been awesome talking to you and I can finally put a voice to the um, the name and uh, you've been wonderful and thanks to everybody for listening. Thanks again for tuning in to this episode of Americana Music Profiles. Find us on iTunes at Americana Music Profiles and on the Internet at AmericanaRhythm.com. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.